Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy Christian Project. I am joined today by Mia Dinoto. She is a, well, she was a competitive gymnast, um, and now she is in the Christian fitness space. So this is a really exciting episode. I love having people from the Christian fitness space because there's not many of us here. So welcome to the podcast. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. My absolute pleasure. And this is an exciting topic today because it's one that we all need to know. Um, It's one that we talk about a lot, but in the rest of society, this is very ignored. And it's doing fitness and health and getting healthy for God's glory rather than for vanity or for our own glory. So I'm wondering, you said you had an interesting testimony story about this. Do you mind sharing that a little bit? Yeah, of course. So, um, when, well, a little background about me, like I've always been some, like my entire life, I've been someone that's, you know, more self-conscious and I always had, I was always, just always very self-conscious. And then, um, I actually started to try and do something about that and try and, um, change my appearance because really what it came down to was I, thought my value and worth was based on what my appearance was. Mm-hmm. And I started going to the gym and I wanted to try and, you know, make my body look a certain way. But then it quickly became from what once started me trying to become more healthy by going to the gym, eating healthier, it turned into obsession about it and vanity and the only reason like I my everything I did going to the gym was revolved around me and what I look like and it really became like bondage in my life like it's all I thought about like just like oh how do I look um I need to look a certain way and then I was so obsessed with me and what I Mm -hmm. look like I then developed an eating disorder and nothing was ever good enough. Like I got to my goal weight, but then when I got there, I still wasn't happy because, oh, there was still someone else that was skinnier than me or or that I thought looked better than me. And it was just never enough. And I was constantly chasing fulfillment in what I thought. I thought I would be fulfilled. Like if I looked a certain way, I thought, okay, then I will be happy once I get there, but it never happened. And so- Yeah, I was really stuck. I did a a podcast episode about this called The Importance of Goals and the Futility of Goals because like goals are fantastic to have, but reaching them will not give you the fulfillment that you're actually looking for, right? And I'm I'm sure this is exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it is exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Like I... I, I, I set like a goal weight that I wanted to hit and I was like, okay, once I get that, I'll be happy then. And, you know, on paper, I reached my goals and I went way past my goals. But, you know, the more I went past my goals, I just started to become even more depressed and less fulfilled, which I was like, why why is this happening? Like, I'm like, I reached what I want, but it was never enough. And it, it was really like, the Bible says, like, we are slave before Christ, we are slaves to sin. And that is what I was. I was, I didn't realize vanity was like a sin back then, Mm -hmm. you know, before Christ, but it, 
controlled me. I like controlled everything. It's insane how much it consumed my thoughts. Like everything I did was based around it. I was, it was idolatry Mm -hmm. really, because I was like worshiping like myself. Like I, I would literally revolve my day around what I ate. Like I, and going out places with my friends, I would cancel because, oh, I was feeling self-conscious, you know, or like I wouldn't go out to eat with people because, oh no, I have to eat at a certain amount of time. It's just, it really was taking control of my life, my thoughts. And during this time, I was the most self-centered like I ever had been. And I wasn't serving other people. I was serving just myself. And the funny thing is, I never thought I had a issue with vanity. I never thought my issue was that I um, thought too much of myself. I thought, I thought at the time that I didn't think like enough of myself mm-hmm. because that, yeah, that, really, that's the deception, right? Yeah, that's that's exactly. what we trick ourselves into it. Yeah, I. It's like even at first, like, like I was, I was like, I thought the issue was that. I like couldn't. Sorry, I'm kind of losing my train of thought. But no, no, no worries. Actually, I have a question for you. You said Mm -hmm. you said uh, it was kind of like worshiping yourself. What do you mean by that? Yeah, I mean like I instead of like my thoughts being centered around God and me trying to please God and glorify God with what. I did, I was trying to glorify myself mm-hmm. and it like everything I did was revolved just around me, like my food, like what I did um, and just my body. I, I, I just, I would do whatever it took to get like where I wanted to look, even if it was sinful, like doing sinful means of like diet. And again, like in the beginning, it was all in the name of health and fitness. And I deceived myself. Like when I was at the worst point in my eating disorder, when I was like very, very unhealthy, I, I went through anorexia. I, I was in, I was in living in, I was just deceived. I did not think I had a problem and that was the worst of it. I thought I justified everything deep, deep down. I knew that I had an, I had a problem, but Mm -hmm. I didn't really, I didn't let myself really think about it too much. Like I kind of hid that away deep down. I knew there was something wrong and that what I was doing wasn't healthy, but I justified it in the name of health and fitness. Mm-hmm. And, um, can I, can I ask a question? Let me play devil's advocate for a second. Okay. Um, is there really anything wrong with working out so that we can look better and that we can like, like the way we look in the mirror? Uh, it sounds like that's what you were doing. You just want to look better. So is there really anything wrong with that? You know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to look better. That I mean, that's if someone if you want to look a certain way and you want to make your goal that, there's nothing wrong with that. But it was how I was doing it. It was the way I was destroying my body the way that I was doing it. I was starving myself. I was abusing my body and, you know, mm-hmm. our body is a temple that God has given us and, you know, it what I was doing wasn't only affecting me, it was affecting my family tremendously. Like I was no longer there for my family for things. Mm-hmm. And I was 
I was moody, you know, because like when you're starving yourself, you get like angry, like angry, you get irritable. So I was taking my own issues out on them. And I just, I was very, I was never like there. Like I never um, would do things like, okay, what do you guys want to do? Like I would never put them first. And that's what it is to be Christ-like. Christ puts others before himself. He died for us. And so I was living for myself, never thinking about, okay, what do other people want to do? Like what's best for them? It was always about me. So in that Mm -hmm. sense, it's about where you come at, come at it. Like right now I do, like I have, I think, I think when, to come back to your question, when your goal is to look a certain way, that can be dangerous because a lot of times you'll never get to that point (laughs) because like, even if you do, it just depends like the person too, because some people, they will have a goal like, okay, I want to just look better, more healthier. And then they'll get to that goal. Then they'll be like, oh, great. I did it. And they did it in a good way. But some people, mm-hmm. it's just never enough. Like they get yeah. to a goal and like, that's how, like I have like OCD, perfectionism tendencies. Yep. And so for me, working out like tr- to try and look a certain way, it's never good because then it's never enough. I never, oh, it can always be better or and then so it becomes un- unhealthy. And then quickly, whenever I, even now, that's the temptation I have to um, always face. Like, okay, if I'm working out to look a certain way, then I know, like, right right away, that's like a root, like already being planted for me to start becoming vain. Not necessarily with everyone. Everyone needs to, like, everyone knows, like, what they struggle with. And this is something that I struggle with. So I know that I need to be extra cautious about that. And so whenever Mm -hmm. I start to go to the gym to look a certain way, I need to be careful and say, okay, no, this is not why I'm going to the gym. I'm going to the gym to take care of the body that God has given me. And so I can be healthy. And then so I can better serve other people. And that is really, now I like going to the gym and now I have like freedom in the gym and I have fun before the gym used to be punishment. If I felt like I ate too much, then I'd have to go to the gym and work it off. And it would be like torture. I'd be like, again. Oh, the work it off. Yeah. Like I got to work off those calories I ate this morning. (laughs) Literally. And then it's like, you can't, you literally, it's like never, and like you can eat. And it's like, you have to, like, I was like in the gym all day. Again, that's another way. It was like an idol in my life. I was revolving my day around food and calories and it was exhausting and mm-hmm. I was so depressed. I was a slave yeah. to doing that. And now yeah. like I realize, no, I'm going to go to the gym because, you know, it helps my mental health. You know, it helps me like get moving. And like I praise, I listen, I listen to worship music when I'm doing it. It's like my time to take a break mm-hmm. mentally. And now I just do it, you know, to take care of the body God has given me to practice discipline, you know, and I come at it in a completely different way. And now it's rewarding and now it's fulfilling and fun i have a okay so here's the thing i think that like we especially as christians have this war going on inside of us because like Mm. it's like we're we're being tricked um part of we're, we're listening to you know social media and what other people are saying and the movies and all that and what all that we're consuming is telling us you have to do it to look better and X and Y and Z. But then, you know, you read the Bible and you, you hear God's word and you hear it from people like you or me and who are telling us you don't have to do it to look better. You're, you have to do it to serve God, to glorify God, to serve his kingdom. And I think we're 
it's kind of like deceiving ourselves in a way, or even like we're so confused that we're joining the two together. So I had a a few calls like this. Um, before someone signs up for my program, I do like an enrollment call uh, to see. I wanted to really understand what is the deep reason driving them to make a change in their lives. And so a few calls have went like this where, you know, I'm asking a question. They're like, oh, I want to lose 20 pounds. I'm like, okay, cool. So why do you want to lose 20 pounds? Oh, you know, because I just, I, I don't like how I look right now. I want to look better. Okay. Uh, why do you want to look better? I don't know. I'm just not confident. Um, why are you not confident? I'm not sure. Like, okay, so why do you really want to do this? And after like a couple moments of silence, Ely, I just want to look hot. I just want to look hot so I can reach my full potential. I want to look better, but ultimately I want to do it so that I can glorify God. And I'm like, okay, there's a little bit of a disconnect. And I've been there. I've totally been there. But there's this disconnect going on where we think that we need to look a certain way to reach our fullest potential so that then we can glorify God and God can use us. God can use us right now, however we are. So how do we overcome that disconnect? Yeah, it's important. Really, what it comes down to is growing your relationship with the Lord. And that's what Mm -hmm. it came down to with me. You know, before when I was describing all of the things that I went through, I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. I was, I, I was depressed. I was living in bondage. But then once I started, I was saved. And then everything, everything changed. You know, Mm -hmm. I started reading the Bible and, you know, the Holy Spirit uses word of God, which is the Bible to convict us of our sins. And, you know, the more I grew in my faith, the more I wanted to please God. And what's pleasing to God, the way I was living was not pleasing to God at all. And then just really growing in your faith and reading the Bible on a daily, because even, even now, if I go a few days and I don't read the word, like I can like root like vanity and like some temptations. Yeah will start already coming coming into my head. So it's important to like oh don't to not be like oh I've read the Bible I know what to do. It's important to <laughs> continually read it read daily. It. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's like our spirit it's our spiritual food, our nourishment, just like physical food we don't eat once a week, you know, just <laughs> like we'd be malnourished. But be even starving. not just daily, like even in the in the Bible in the Psalms, David talks about how in the morning, at night, and at noon he worships you. You know, three times a day. That's how many times are you eating? Why can't we we eat that spiritual food the same amount? Exactly, and you know, once I started doing that, it it changed my entire life. Like not just with health, health and fitness, but with anxiety, with mm-hmm. my entire life now. Like I'm, I constantly talk through to God throughout the day. You know, the Bible says not to pray in the morning and at night, just, it says pray without ceasing to always be in continual prayer. And, you know, it's just to acknowledge God in everything you do and to do everything to glorify God. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just going to church and doing like ministry things. We don't glorify God just then as Christians, we are representations of Christ. We were bought with the price and we are called to glorify God with everything we do. And then so once I started to really grow my relationship with him, I didn't want that sinful lifestyle. I didn't even want it at all. I wanted to just please the Lord. And if I didn't have that, like that's the first step. It's realizing that if you still 
have like temptation, like you just need to really spend time in the word and in prayer and, Mm -hmm. and grow and really just seek first God. (laughs) That's, it sounds like cliche, like an easy, but like, really like that, that's what it comes down to. It does. It does. Like, you know, I, I was talking about this with my clients the other day, you know, that saying how you are like the culmination of your five closest friends or like you are whatever you spend time in, that's what you're going to become. So for example, when I spent all my time like going through TikTok or Instagram reels or whatever, there's these like soundtracks playing in my head like, oh, like that stupid song or or you crazy girl. Like all these things are going on in my head because that's what I'm consuming. That's what I'm surrounding myself in. But in First Timothy, Paul's talking to Timothy and after giving him all these instructions and things, he he literally tells him, he's like, listen, practice these things. Immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. I like that word, immerse yourself. Like if we, instead of consuming, immersing ourselves on Instagram or TikTok, what if we immersed ourselves in the word of God? What do you think would happen? How would that change things? Well, I know for me personally, I I I was in such a low spot. And then I realized I'm literally from exactly what you were describing. I was consuming like so much social media and so much that was just like so many distractions, really. Like even Mm -hmm. some things that weren't like that I was consuming wasn't sinful. It was just a lot. It's just constant. It's just like a lot for your brain. Like it's just so much short content. It's just like it causes anxiety too, you know, It like even like it. Even for me, like if I'm watching like encouraging content, like if I just keep scrolling through it, it's like, it's just overwhelming because like, it's just like so much and it's like, oh, am I not doing it? It's just, I realized, okay, I need to take a break from social media and just immerse, really immerse myself in God's word. And so I did do that. And I, I don't really scroll much through social media anymore as much as I did. And now like throughout Mm -hmm. the day, I am just, I played the Bible on audio like on the bible app there's also like an audio bible and i just listen to the word and it's insane like how much it changes you like i'll i'll be like scrolling yeah. through social media and i'll be like feeling anxious and just feeling like cluttered and and then i'm like okay i need to stop this i need to listen to something else or i'll either listen to worship music or the bible and then i'm just like why don't i always do this it's like it's literally like the word of God is literally a fountain of living water. And I just feel like that I'm just so like inspired by God's word. And it's like faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. And so if you're trying to get more faith and just muster up faith, it's, it's going to be hard. You, you yeah. need to seek It's not coming from within you. Yeah. It's like, you can't just muster up faith and just like, it's like, you have to, faith comes by hearing the word of God. And so really praying and reading the word and seeking God, like he he will give you more faith if you seek after it. And Mm -hmm. after doing that, like now I realize like whenever I am tempted to, um, you know, like fall, like do like vain things like, cause you know, I am still tempted to like go back into my old ways, you know, sometimes, but the temptations really come when I'm not, immersed in the word of God. And when I'm not constantly in prayer with the Lord, because, you know, temptations will come because 
temptations are all around us. You know, we live in a world like of temptation, of sin. We live in a sinful world, but we are called to not be a part of it, even though we are in it. And so that's why it's so important to spend time in the word, in prayer, because there are temptations all around us. The Bible says that Satan is like the God of this um, world and yeah. he's constantly giving us temptations here, there, everywhere we look. And really just, yeah, <laughs> what I've been saying, reading the word mm-hmm. is the biggest thing and praying. That's- and I think what happens is when you read the word and when you pray, there are certain truths that begin to make themselves known to you that will change the way you do these things, right? Yeah. Like, for example, one of them for me was an identity shift. Um, yes. Because, you know, the world will tell you one thing about who you are, you know, especially if you're if you're on like social media a lot you're just uh, you're just another person you, your your opinions are valid stuff like that. like it's not not some of it isn't bad but then you forget who you truly are like when the bible talks to you and when god tells you you are a you are a son of the king of the most high god jesus literally died for you imagine approaching your health knowing those things knowing who you are in christ rather than just thinking you're just another human being you're just another person of the eight billion people there are i know and exactly what you said is exactly how i've i have confidence now you know and Mm -hmm. confidence is a confidence i never thought i would have and it's not in me it's in it's in jesus and who i am i literally like like there's a gym that I've been going to uh, here and, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like an intimidating gym, you know, like I, I don't like going Everyone there. walking around. It's like a yeah, yeah, like walking around <laughs> like big. It's just like, I would never like have ever gone there before because I'm like, Oh my goodness, look at all these people and all these girls. They look so, look so I'm comparing myself, but then I realized, wait a minute. Why you're comparing yourself against these people. Like you are a child of the creator God of the universe. Like you were bought with the blood of Christ. Like mm-hmm. your identity is not in what you look like. Like you have something like, unless other people here are Christians, like you have something that, that no amount that no one else has, you know? And then, so now I, I'm like, it just is a confidence where I realize like all of this stuff and all of these things that people are chasing after are vain yeah. and like vain in the way that like they're fleeting, you know, like they're going to go away. Even if someone did hit their exact body that they want, even if they got their exact goal, how long is that going to last? You right. know, not like, long, not long. Like even just with like a couple of years, like our bodies are constantly changing, you know, with age and deteriorating. And if you find your worth in your body, like once it changes, you're going to have like a midlife crisis because you're like, <laughs> my identity is in my body, but my body doesn't look like how it wants. Like, ah. and then but, so, just- you know, there's the difference is the confidence that you have is not a confidence in yourself or how you look because that's fleeting, right? It is. That kind of confidence, like I look good today. You're not going to look good tomorrow or the ne- or next year or next month. Yeah. That confidence is fleeting, but the confidence that you have 
comes from Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, that doesn't change. That's there forever as long as you trust in him, as long as you pray, as long as you continue to seek out his kingdom and his righteousness. I think that's that's amazing. And and coming back, sorry, I'm getting excited, but you said something. Um, You said you were bought with the blood of Christ. And that's another shift. Like when you understand what the Bible has to say about your body, the fact that you were created by God, but you were also bought back by God. Like he purchased you with his blood. That changes it. It's no longer just a thing that you're carrying. You know, you're just, you're just, you're just in this sack of flesh. Some people call it, but it's not just a sack of flesh. It is literally made by God for you. And you're called to glorify him in that and everything that you're doing, whether you eat or drink, do all for the glory of God. Yeah. And just really, yeah, really like realizing that, like, yeah, we were bought by the blood of Christ. Like God came in the flesh and died for us, for our sins. Like he died for me. Like, and then just when you really like, some people like they hear these things over and over again at church and it's like, okay, like you can hear that. But the closer you become with God and the deeper you make your relationship, like it's like, there's like a whole new revelation of like what that really means. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just like unfathomable. Like the God of the universe, the creator of everything who's transcendent who's all powerful all knowing can knows every hair on your head like he died for you to set you free from the things that were holding you captive and you know before like the vanity the worship of myself really was holding me captive I was the most depressed I'd ever been but now I'm the most free and alive I've ever been because I'm now not living for myself but I'm living for Christ Mm-hmm. And now that I'm living for Christ, I there's so much joy, even when things don't go my way I and things don't go according to my plan or, you know, it's it, it's OK because I realize like, you know, God's plans better than my plan, you know, and just no matter the circumstances, like our identity in Christ doesn't change, like no matter if you're at the goal at where you want to be in your health goal, or if you're not where you want to be yet, and you're on that journey. But if we make Jesus the center of it, then Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) it's, it's good, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, look at what we measure our identity in today, what we have, what we wear, the things we own, the places we work, stuff like that. That's what that's what we think accounts for our identity. Oh, I, I am able to drive a, a BMW or I'm able to, to live in a $2 million house or like I have this much money. I wear this, these nice clothes. I'm sometimes we, we also like how we look, right? I have a six pack or, or I'm like, that's how we measure our identity today. All those things are fleeting. The Bible says like, what good is it to gain the whole world and lose your soul? Yeah. Right. None of that matters as much as it as much as yeah having money will help in many things like but none of it matters when it comes to eternal life how you look or the 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 ferrari that you're driving or whatever it is none of that matters in eternal life so when we understand that 
as Christians, our identity isn't found in how we look or what we have or or how, what we dress like. I mean, even Jesus says, like, why are you anxious about that stuff? Yeah. Why are you? Why do you worry about what you eat or the clothes that you put on? Instead, and you mentioned this, and like we're keeping, we keep coming back to this verse. Clearly, it's it's a theme here. Seek first His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Yeah. Stop worrying about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Like, pri- like really, like everything, like that we, if we're not seeking first God's kingdom, then everything else is, yeah, fleeting. And then there's always going to be like a hole in our heart if we find our worth or satisfaction in these things that are passing away because we're never going to be completely satisfied or fulfilled by them because deep down we know that they're only temporary, you know, and they're only circumstantial, but our, our relationship with the Lord, that's not temporary. That's the only thing that's not temporary and not circumstantial. Mm -hmm. And once I realized like the big shift that helped me like come to get out of like the way where I was like living like for this world is realizing that how fleeting this world is and fleeting the things that I was seeking after is. And like I was prioritizing things that are temporary and I I never, I never found satisfaction in them. It's only once I started prioritizing um, things that are eternal. And again, seeking first God's kingdom where I found joy and peace and realized even when I, like before, like I'll admit, like I did, um, I was struggling with like some eating stuff. Like then, like af- after anorexia, then I started struggling with some other stuff, but mm-hmm. I wasn't where I wanted to be like physically. And I was down on myself for a while and I started to like, you know, try and find, I was like my confidence I was trying to find within myself. But then I realized, I realized, wait a minute. I'm trying to find my confidence in myself and not the Lord. And so even though I was not at all where I wanted to be physically um, yet, and I was in the very beginning of my journey, I realized, wow, like I can still have confidence and I found confidence and I was lit. I was joyful and I could go to the gym and be confident and not because of what I looked like, but again, because of who I am in Christ. And it's, it's just such a freeing thing because before I would, I would have been like, so I would have been so unhappy. Like, oh, I can't go anywhere. I would have like, again, like lived, like controlling my, like living my life revolved around what I look like. And once I stopped doing that, even though I wasn't where I wanted to be, I could still have peace and joy and live a fulfilling life, you know, because at the end of the day, it's not about what we look like. It's about, you know living to glorify God and Amen. you know his love joy and peace is for us no matter what stage of life we are in no matter mm-hmm. if we are at the exact um goal we want to be physically you know like he he offers us like his his joy no matter where we are in our goals and that's uh that is one of those eternal truths mm-hmm. and i always tell this is like my favorite thing to say people to to people it's like you don't have to look hot to serve the king of the universe. Yeah. God doesn't the God doesn't care. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he'll help you. He'll help you move towards those goals and stuff, but he wants your heart ultimately yeah. to be in the right place. 
right? You know, Jesus says, man may look at the outside, but God looks at the heart. So the question is, who do you want to please? Do you want to please men or do you want to please God? That's amazing. You said that's exactly what I I wrote in my notes. I forgot to bring that up, but that's that's what it comes down to too. Like how I really overcame this is realizing that I was trying to please man. The reason why I was trying to find worth in my body is because I was trying to um, get acceptance from other people. Mm-hmm. But then when I realized, okay, what I'm doing is against God's word, I and not pleasing to God. I realized I need to make a choice. Do I want to please people where one, if you choose to please people, you're never going to please anyone. (laughs) Literally. Even even Jesus could not please everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you want to please one, one group of people, you know, there's another group of people that are going to hate you just for that. It's like, so you can, if if your goal is to please people know that you're not going to please everyone because that's not even possible. But anyway, but so pleasing people versus pleasing God, like when you live to please God, like that's, that's all that, that's all that really matters, you know? Mm-hmm. And once I really realized that by again, growing in my faith, that's when I could make the change to actually come to health and fitness in a God glorifying way and a healthy way, fulfilling way. And it's only once I changed that perspective of seeking first God's kingdom and to please him rather than people where I could make Mm -hmm. that change. Amen. Okay. Let's give the people some action steps for those listening. What would you recommend uh, is something that they can do right now to kind of change their mindset or shift the perspective a little bit, like other than listening to this episode and, 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 and being like, yeah, that's true. What would you recommend that they do? Well, I recommend that everyone just Every morning, like first thing in the morning, like spend some time with the Lord, you know, and really like read the Bible and like, like really try and make a goal for yourself to try and go through the whole New Testament and like go through a New Testament plan. And then after the New Testament, then go to the Old Testament. But, you know, just that's what it came down to for me. Like really just reading the word. It's the word of God because the word is living and active and sharper mm-hmm. than any double-edged sword. And it has the power to break strongholds. And that's what broke my strongholds because I had so many lies of the world that I was living my life by. And I didn't even realize they were lies of the world. I just... You thought they, they were truth. Like I you, just thought it was true because everyone, everyone... Everyone I, believes it. So you're like, it must be true. Yeah, exactly. And it's like that, 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 what do you call it? It's like social, it's not even social proof. It's like there was an experiment done where people were standing in New York and uh, they would just point and then everyone else would start looking because thinking that's where something is happening, but nothing is there. Yeah. (laughs) Just because someone's pointing at it doesn't mean it's true. Just because everyone's pointing at it. The world is deceived. What they think is true is not necessarily true. It's not God's truth. Like our truth in the world today will be a lie tomorrow. Yeah. Right. So true. Especially how this world's going. Yeah. Yeah. Like think about, I I always think about like the doctors 400 years ago, they were just like, ah, medicine, let's bleed someone to death. And I'm like, how does that work? Like today we look at it. We're like, well, that definitely didn't work. And it's the same thing. Anything we believe now, according to the world standards is going to change in just a few years. Yeah. But God doesn't change. 
It's the same. So would you rather live your life changing every day or in the one who doesn't change? Yeah. And that's hard to constantly be like up with all the new trends because, you know, like, yeah, one day it's going to be like, oh, this body, it's like everyone wants this type of body standard. And it's like, and then like in like a year, it's like, oh, no, no no one wants that anymore. You know what? Yesterday I was at Lululemon um, and like my wife and I, we had some time to kill. So we were walking into the mall and stuff. And then uh, the, the lady working there, she's like, can I show you something? And I'm like, yeah. Um, and she she walks me towards like the new clothes that they made and she's like look this is the newest trend it's all about baggy clothes now like you guys you have to wear these baggy clothes because we move from tight stuff into comfort and while i'm there i'm like wearing these tight biker shorts because i just went on a bike ride and i'm like i feel out of place (laughs) but like it's with fat it's literally like it's like one day like this will be in and then the next day like then once I get on that, I'm like, oh yeah, I just got, it's like, oh no, no, that's not a thing anymore. It's like, what? It's just, yeah. It's, it's impossible it's, to keep up. Impossible. It's impossible. But yeah. So when you immerse yourself in God's word, which never changes, you can become confident in it and you can become like, cha- like, yeah, confident in it. Yeah. And you don't have to constantly be seeking for the new thing because you know, his word never changes. Amen. Amen. His word never changes. So Action steps. Anyone listening, go read your Bible. Um, whether it's right now or tomorrow morning, set an alarm. And before I know, I know you probably have a busy morning. I've heard it several times. Like I wake up, I, I brush my teeth, I put on my clothes, I head to work. Okay. If you don't want to read like physically your Bible, put the audio Bible on in the background on your way to work and watch. Just read, listen, pray and, and watch what happens. God can work amazing things in that amazing things that you know there's there's a lot of times where even when people are busy they're like oh i don't have time it's like okay well listen i I know on your way to the car or while you're uh making your food like you can be listening to the word you know and it's so powerful how big of a change that'll make in your day because you know Mm -hmm. like even if i like delay reading the word like later on in the day like you know like the from the first moment you open your eyes in the morning there are constant distractions trying to pull you away from looking at the Lord, but it's so, so important. That's the biggest thing that has like changed. Like my life is seeking God in the morning. First thing, because you know, in the morning there's so many distractions, like, and it's easy to get overwhelmed with anxiety. Like, Oh, there's so many things I have to do. It's like, ah, it's like, no, when you realize like, okay, all these things I have to do, you put it, you put it into perspective with eternity, you know, it's yeah. like, what's more important, these things that you have to do on your to-do list that are fleeting and that you won't even remember in a year from now, or an eternal relationship that you have with the all-powerful Amen. Lord, God, our Father, what's more important? So it's really yeah. about priorities too. Literally. You know, there's temptations, but you know, you need to really, really remember like what's truly most yeah. important. I, for the past few years, it's been a non-negotiable for me. Like no matter, I, I, people are always like, I have to wake up early. I have to wake up at six to go to work. I'm like, that's fine. You know, when I was, when I was working at, at Orange Theory for quite some time, I'd have classes that I had to teach at 5am, which means I was waking up between 3.30 and 4 so that I could read my Bible before I go to work. That was a non-negotiable. I'll wake up the extra half an hour, hour early to get that in. 
because it really does start off your day. Like mm-hmm. no one wants to start off your day on Instagram and we're all doing it yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. I keep my phone in the washroom. Uh, it's charging yeah. in the washroom. Uh, the alarm will go from the washroom. I'll go, I'll turn it off, flip the screen. I don't want to look at it. Uh, and then I'll go do the rest of my stuff, get my, my Bible time in. And then after I'm done that, then I can get on with the rest of my day. Like yeah. make it a priority and watch how everything changes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really like, like, I know like it, it it's insane. Like how much it'll just change your life. Like it, it's worth it to wake up that extra 30 minutes or an extra hour. It It will change everything, your quality of life, your relationship with the Lord, which is the mm-hmm. most important thing. Cause again, that's the only thing that's eternal. All these other things are fleeting. Amen. Amen. Okay. Well, I think we gave them a lot of information for today. <laughs> so I'm hoping anyone listening, get that Bible time in, get some prayer in. And I hope that this episode was able to make a little bit of a shift in understanding that the world's going to tell you lies, but God does tell you the truth and his truth doesn't change. His truth is the same. Amen. 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 Well, I appreciate you being here, Mia. And this was an awesome episode. Hopefully we can have you here again sometime soon. Yeah, and thank um, you so much. My, my absolute pleasure. And for the rest of us listening, you're awesome. I hope you have a fantastic day and catch us next time on another episode of the Healthy Christian Project. Mm-hmm.